Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we're back. William. Hi. <laughs> I feel good today. I good. feel great. Good. The sun has been out consistently. Because <laughs> Chicago is not consistent. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> that. Shows its face every once in a while. But I'm excited. Yeah. We have a, an amazing guest. And it's, she doesn't know this, but when we get in the interview, I'm, I'm going to explain a little, a little bit of history that... Um, that I have with her that she has no idea about. I don't have with her, but about her. And okay. so I'm excited. I'm going to okay. explain that in just okay. a moment. But before, <laughs> before we do that, we is there anything exciting before the music tip? Anything before the music tip? Anything before the music tip? Oh, I'm good. I mean, you know, just trying to grow. Uh, I guess I could do a small little PSA. I got, a, I'm dropping the uh, EP of the trailer music album. Um, oh. hopefully by the end of March, I'm looking, to, I'm trying to get it there. It's, uh, it's it, the album's done. It's just the, nice. uh, the, the prep stuff. Um, I did nice. all the alt mixes and everything else. Talk about alt mixes. Remember with the licensing piece. Yes. So, I did, did all that. I always put my head down when it comes to licensing. Cause I know I'm supposed <laughs> to be doing more. I'm like, yes. Yep. So we got all that together. It's just getting all the, okay. you know, the other stuff, side stuff you got to do. But, uh, awesome. but yeah, that's the little PSA. But here is the music tip. Okay, music tip. Music, music tip. tip. It is tax time. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. That bum, hate bum, to, bum. Hate, to, hate to bring the clouds in a nice, bright, <laughs> sunny day. <laughs> but it, but, uh, but since I have an S-Core, which uh, is um, a little bit step up from an LLC, uh, your taxes are due March 15th. So... I have to, I'm, I'm scrambling. Ooh, I'm glad I don't have an S-score. But I yeah. did, you know, I turned in my taxes yesterday. I oh, did all my know? paperwork. I mean, I per- turned in my paperwork to the account. Oh, okay. I can't gotcha. do it. I can't gotcha. do it. But no, I did get it all yeah. together. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a uh, link to a video, a quick video, but there's a bunch of tax uh, tips and, and things that people don't know that came out for 2018, the new tax law. But uh, real quick and, and uh, quick and cheap, there's a lot more stuff on depreciation that you can write off. So mm. you can actually depreciate 100% of things. Now you don't have to take this long, drawn out depreciation thing. You can actually just boom, take it off the first year. Um, mm. And I did not know about real estate. I don't have any at the moment right now. I sold properties. But uh, you can actually write off the contents of the building, depreciate them. The con- oh. Anything that's not part of the building um, to make it a building, you can depreciate all that stuff, carpet, everything. So yeah. I was like, wow, and I was watching this video about it. So um, yeah, so there's some new stuff that got put in the tax law. So I will put, we'll put a link to that. We'll put a link um, in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. So some, some, some new stuff that y'all should be aware of. Yeah, you should be aware. I understand, though. I know I have I have an accountant. Of I, I just my, my brain. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't but work sometimes that way accountants at all. Are not up on the game. But I was this is what I was just about yeah. to say. You want to stay aware of what's yep. happening um, or at least find a really, really aggressive <laughs> accountant or an accountant yeah. that works with clients 
um, who are mostly entrepreneurs and, and high, high end type of clients. So you might have to spend a little bit of coin, but it's worth it because the mm-hmm. way they're able, they know those loopholes backward, forward, you know, my account, he and I fight almost every, we, we get in an argument every year. Like he's very, he, 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 yeah. we, he, but I love him because he knows what he's talking about, but he just pushes me just a bit. He'll ask me certain questions. I'm like, what are you asking me? What do you mean by that? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, don't make this emotional. And I'm like, I'm not. Damn it. You know? So anyway, but yeah, but yeah, it's worth it. So definitely let's include that link. So people are, you know, staying aware. Yes. Yeah. All right. Today's podcast is brought to you by Banzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Banzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Banzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team, not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month and includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days and be sure to use our promo code MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, making money pod to get 15% off the first year. All right, our guest. So I was saying how, you know, I've had this, you know, thing about our guest. First, I'm going to say her name is Carmen Rogers. And those of you who are watching YouTube, you probably don't see her yet because the way we do our recording is not till she speaks that it comes up. But those who are listening, obviously, you're not seeing any of this. So you need to go to YouTube. So go to our new <laughs> YouTube yep. channel, which is also <laughs> in our show, new show notes, but um, the link. But this is funny. Um, so, you know, we always bring in guests that we um, one, we know are dope. We don't we don't invite you have to you have to have a dope factor to you, no matter mm-hmm. what element is going on. Um, and Will and I decide the dope factor. Right? So, you know, we don't give away the secret of what that means. But this artist years ago, it was probably her first um, project. Again, I'm in Chicago. So um, Dwayne Powell, who everybody knows, we brought, bring him up all the time. I used to live um, at this Dr. Wax, which was what used to be Southside Hyde Park, Chicago's like infamous record store. And I remember him, you know, he would just give me CDs of people. This is who you need to listen to, this is who you need to listen to. So he had given me Carmen's CD and I loved her cover. And I was like, oh, she's so pretty. I'm like, okay, yeah, I think I'll like it. You know, I mean, I, I haven't heard anything, right? I'm like, she's pretty, so <laughs> it's going to be good. I fell in love with this CD. Like I was obsessed. I was playing it everywhere. And I'm telling like everybody and telling my sister 
And I remember my sister being like, you know, you, I, I must've told her a couple of times. She's like, you know, you already, you already kind of told me, Kenya, like about it. Like I, I, I'm going to get around to it. I'm like, oh my God, but she's so, she, like, she's, she, I feel like I'm her. Like, I feel so connected to what she's saying or what the lyrics are saying. And then just musically what she's doing, it just was so refreshing. Um, and this was like early, this would have been early 2000s, mid 2000s, somewhere in there. Um, and so I've always followed her career and I'm really excited. She's with us. She's a singer. She's a songwriter. She, um, probably is producing and I have to, I'm, I'm assuming she has done a lot of stuff with Zoe, who has also been on our podcast. Um, but she has a beautiful new project that just got released a couple weeks ago. Um, some weeks ago, um, hello human. And I, this album feels like that when you listen, you feel like you're saying hello, like there's this. And I want to tell you this, Carmen, and then I'm going to bring you on because I have followed you like all these. This album feels so mature, but still it feels like you are sitting more in your skin. And I don't even know you quite like that. I've met you like one time in person, but because I feel like I've been following, I'm like, she is really relaxed in this album. Like she is sitting in this and she's not pushing She's not, she's just, she, her feminine energy is just writing. It's just writing. So congratulations. I feel all of that. Welcome to our show. Welcome Carmen. to the show. Come Hi on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is amazing. Everything <laughs> y'all were just talking about. <laughs> Dr. Wax, the memories, Dwayne, who has been an advocate for me since free, my debut album dropped yes. in 2004. Yes. I still have people to this day that won't let that album go. They say, <laughs> it doesn't matter what I do next. That's forever their album. And I and I love them for it. So I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you so much. Whoa, yes. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. I really <laughs> thought that I had put things on. Um, I know the no yes. disturb. I don't so think let's, no let's go to do not disturb right now so that we don't it's have okay. that happen again. That is fine. That is fine. Yes. Okay, there we go. But yes, that 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 makes me feel so good. And you're absolutely right with your um I guess your synopsis of where <laughs> I am with hello human. Cause that's, yeah. oh, we, and we can dig into that. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I, we, Will and I have a lot of woo woo. We feel a lot of energies. We're, we're about that life. And yes. I, I, I can really feel that. So if you could just share with the audience, um, I kind of said what your title is, but, Everyone wants to know, how did you even get into this? What led you to that first album of Free that, yes, everybody oh is addicted to? <laughs> so, yes, yes Free, Free was my debut in 2004. Really, what led me to it is shopping for a deal and getting told no by everybody. Mm -hmm. um, I, I met with um, Sony and they were like, we have a Mel LaRue. You know, Sony Columbia, really all the same. Yeah. We have a Mel. We have Jill Scott. You know, Hidden Beach... I was on the short list, but they were like, we already have Jill. I um, mm. met with Sony, I uh, met with J Records and they were like, oh, we already have Alicia Keys and Andy Stone. 
And I met with Geffen at the time. It was DreamWorks. They were like, you know, we don't have a lot of space, but because we just signed this girl group and they're amazing. One does poetry and one sings. They're called poetry. And so I was going, I was literally, it was amazing and a blessing to be able to meet with these labels because a lot of people don't even get that far in the process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, with labels, especially with black artists, which is never going to change. And now that labels have gotten smaller, it's definitely more prevalent. They really only make room for a few. Yep. They just, yeah. that that's just it. And so my team was like, we can do this on our own. Like forget getting signed. I still have my letter from Clive. Like, it's just, I was just like, I was motivated. I was like, I want to make music and I don't want someone to dictate if I ever get to do this. So we did it on our own. And so that title was just like, Hey, I'm free to do what I want. I don't have to do this with a label. And I've never even told that story. So I love that you (laughs) asked that question. I've never told that story publicly, but that's how free that title came. I was like, you know what? I'm free to do what I want. This is mine. I don't have to wait. A label that is not going to tell me if I'm good enough. And so that's how we got to free in 2004. The bittersweet came. That was a combination of things of, you know, having, getting a distribution deal and kind of getting stuck um, you know, mm-hmm. trapped in a deal. I still had to, you know, I had to sit it out um, because it was a partnership and, and you know, life and school and momming and all of those things. And so, and, and failed relationship and everything else. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got the bittersweet. Um, and then after the bittersweet ran into, and you haven't even asked these questions yet. No, go, uh, go, 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 go. We love going. it. You are, yes. But, go. but I went to a foreign exchange show and I had been, um, the, the funny thing is free, my debut album and the foreign exchanges debut album connected came out the same year within months of each other. Mm. And so I was fans of them. Nicolay and Fonte were fans of me. You know, we just kind of had this relationship online because we loved each other's music and our music came out around the same time. Mm. And years later, I went to an, uh, an FE show in Atlanta they invited me backstage. And when I walked backstage, Fonte was singing my song, Love, from Free. From, uh, and it was wow. just the cutest moment. And we and he ended up asking me to do some writing with him. And so we had a great relationship in the studio. Zoe was like, do some shows with me. And then finally, Fonte was like, I need you to jump in this. Just be part of the foreign exchange. Yeah. And so that's wow. how that journey started. But because of that, more time passed because now I'm doing records with them and I'm touring with them. Um, then we get to Stargazer, my third project. More records with Ford Exchange and Zoe, more touring. And now we're here. Yeah. That's why there's so many gaps in between those projects. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so now we're here at Hello Human. <laughs> ah, I love it. Thank you for doing it. I'm going to let Will talk because, you know, clearly I could take over. Uh, yeah, but, but that's okay. That was- <laughs> no, you're, I'm get, glad you're getting you- good stuff, getting good yes. stuff out of the situation. That's good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad you gave that route, though. That was really, especially for those, for your fans and, you know, people who follow now, they can. They see, you know, and also your titles, they how they're they're little, you know, they're fitting where you're at in your life. Absolutely. Yeah, but I, I, I think yeah. part of the 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 real real meat of what um people want to uh know about some of those situations, because what you your your life speaks to, your experience speaks to uh several different levels of people in the industry. 
and um, folks just trying to get started. They want to know how the heck did you get in the room with, <laughs> you know, these, these major labels? How did you get that opportunity? And, and then other folks at, the, at another level, they want, how did you deal with, you know, the rejection of blah, 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 mm-hmm. and then get the, mm-hmm. get the, 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 the fire to actually release your thing and put it out. And how did you even organize that? So just let, let's we talk. We got a lot the, of questions. Yeah. Let's talk to the first <laughs> tier of folks who are, are at that. How did you even get the, in the room for them to even listen to your stuff and consider you, even though they turned you down, but how did you even get to that first level? Well, I was fortunate. I had a uh, partner, manager, friend who believed in me and who knew a couple of people, you know, and we were able to, you know, kind of parlay that into getting in some rooms as well as I have to shout out my friend, my dear friend, Kipper Jones, um, who is a singer and songwriter. He wrote some of your favorite songs. He wrote a lot of songs on that first Brandy (laughs) album. He wrote wow. songs on that Vanessa mm. Williams album. Mm. He wrote Never Too Busy, the, the Kenny oh, Lattimore breakdown. The Kenny song. Lattimore, yeah. Yes. And so Kipper was <laughs> such a, a fan of me and, and an advocate for me and a mentor. And so he also was like, I want to introduce you to some people because I really believe that you can do this. And so it was really just aligning myself with people that believed in me. Uh, and that we're looking to move forward. And I think, you know, I believe that it's divine, but I believe that it's also just kind of positioning yourself. You know, I I don't even use that word networking because I hate (laughs) networking. Uh, but I do believe Ooh, I, I we're going to come back to that. Position. I'm putting a pin in that. I'm putting a pin yeah, in that. I want to talk about that. I, I hate <laughs> it with all my heart, but I do believe in positioning myself. And the positioning is really having conversations with people that I feel are that could mentor me, that could guide me, that could, you know, help me get to a next step, but also that I'm able in some way to contribute to them as well. And so it's so those are smaller individual conversations. Those are more targeted than just networking. I think networking, when people think about networking, they're just like, talk to everybody. (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't I that's not how I move it's just not e- I don't even have the energy but targeted yeah. conversations with people that I'm just like you're you're special I need to know you and then sometimes they coming to me and say I think you're special and I want to know you and so being able to use those relationships and, and just kind of move forward and those people are still friends to this day so also mm. it's about integrity and, uh-huh. and following through and all of those things too and that's a whole other podcast <laughs> but um yep. but yeah so i would say just i, I was fortunate just to meet a, a, some some people that believed in me and that just had not only just a, a connection here or two but also the drive and uh-huh. the determination to get into additional rooms because they had to, we, we still had to work to get into some rooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of network, you also connected with one of my good buddies, frat brother, uh, Gino, Gino Young. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He was, uh, he was a writer on my first and second projects. Um, and you know, friend and all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah we, we, we created magic on my first project. I did some writing on his first project as well, but yeah, that's, that's Dallas fam. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're 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 from Dallas originally. I was just going to ask you to maybe share with our audience, kind of like your upbringing. What even drew you to music? Like, was music always a thing since childhood, or did something else happen and you shifted to that? 
what was what was childhood what led to this love of music you know, my mom said I was I was humming and singing before I spoke words. And then and and so that's really I think it was just something that is divine. Um, it is something that's God gifted as far as bass. Um, and then I believe, of course, there's some work to try to, you know, maintain that and get better. But um, but yeah, it, music has just always been part of my life. And it's so funny because my family's not musical at all. But my father oh, wow. is. My father okay. is. But the, the core of my family, um, mm-hmm. not musical in the least bit. <laughs> but, <laughs> so that's how I knew. I was like, this has to be divine because there's only one person on my mother's side, there's no one, but on my, fi- so they, my father, they, it was, they clapping was, on one and three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are waltzing their way all the way around. There is no two and four happening, but, <laughs> but yeah. And so I just, so I always sang and made little melodies. I was kind of the show monkey in my, in my family and they would have my nickname. Y'all I'm sharing this cause y'all made it so comfortable. My nickname is actually candy. Okay. Oh, okay. And they would be like, candy sing. Can't be <laughs> <laughs> so I was a little show monkey. Um, my whole life. And, um, so yeah, so I've always loved music. I've been a, I, music is in me, but I'm also a fan of music. So to quote Eric Roberson, I am I am actually a music fan first. I love yeah. music, I, but I love my craft as well. Mm. Yeah, awesome. awesome. And I think that's what you know that being a music fan first, <clears throat> it will make your life as an artist so much. to me that gives you the resilience because you love music and you really you know if you're just kind of into your own you know world i'll I'll meet some people and they're like yeah i never heard of that i never listened to this i'm like really how like how do you enjoy this process without being a fan first of this (laughs) absolutely it makes your life so much richer it makes your experience so much richer and and even how where you draw things from i don't know I, I would be sad if I only sat in my own music. I, that would, I'd just be <laughs> and bored. Like, and that's bored. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, I will. Because, you know, I, I got well, like I mean, the others. I swung the first, the, the first oh, pitch. I just says, oh, okay. I uh, thought cause, I cause swung I, my next pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can you can do that follow-up uh, part of the, the question. But because um, I was Yeah, asking, I was because I do think that what you were going to say as right. far as how do you use that rejection piece? Because, you know. Yeah. Yeah, how did that you come is, back after after yeah. being in the room with the, with not even just one or two, but several people of of high repute to <laughs> to say, uh, you know, we already got somebody, and how how do you like get the energy to to the fortitude to come up and say, well, I'm putting this out on my own, going through all the machinations that it takes to put the project out on your own, like wh- what where did that come from? Yeah, so a couple things. Rejection. Let's talk about rejection. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, I promise you, I don't, I have been rejected so much. And it and it's one of those things that it doesn't make me sad. It definitely at moments we're human. So there's no way rejection doesn't chip at you, chip yep. at your confidence, chip at you know, your worthiness or perceived like, you know, should I be doing this? You know, maybe this isn't for me. But I, I believe in God. I believe in the creator. And I was just like, there's no way this was put in me mm-hmm. and I'm not supposed to use it in some way. Got it. Yeah. So it was some divine connection of just like, okay, and prayer and just like, 
is this what I'm supposed to be doing? But also I'm an Aries. So I'm also a little bit arrogant. <laughs> I, I'm always, <laughs> Aries just kind of believe in themselves. That is even true. If even if we're late bloomers, even if it happens later for us, Aries be like, really? Because we also <laughs> take it as a challenge. <laughs> fire starters. Aries oh fire starters. We yeah. are. And honestly, we, and, and I'm also, I grew up playing sports. I played mm. sports all my life. Oh, I played sports yeah. even into my adulthood. Like I still played league volleyball, you know, grown, grown into my 30s. <laughs> and, oh, wow. and I, um, I must say that playing sports gave me a competitive edge right. as far as right. I don't like losing, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like losing. And so yeah. even if the loss, I, so you're that's not what Serena Williams says. That, Serena, yes. Serena, Serena says she hates losing more than she loves winning. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm, I'm going to put a pin in that because yeah. I wonder, is that my case? That's a possibility. <laughs> I think I might hate losing more than I love winning. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Here, here, here. Well, she's the she's the goat. I mean, you know, she's Amazing. the best she's, of all time of any sport. She's yeah. monster athlete, who strong, beautiful. I love Serena. I have pictures of her. I yeah, mm, I, that's yeah, good. That's yeah, and you see her even in that in her mothering, like the way that I'm kind of watching on the outside. You see her commitment to that, and like you know, really get. I mean, again, it's social media. I'm not in her life. But right. from what I see, it's like she has this drive about her. You know, she's committed. She's just she's committed. committed. I, yeah, that's yeah. It's a, let me drill no, one more thing. They're machines. Let, let me drill machine. one more thing on, on <laughs> your, your experience, because um, I think this happens, especially for artists getting into their older uh, years and older generation. Um, how do you not be bitter from mm. those rejections? That's a good question, Will. <laughs> Honestly, it's one of my favorite things to talk about because I talk mm. about it with my friends, my my musical peers privately because mm. I know there are so many of us that believed that we should have been at a different level, should have had more, more people should know us. And I'm one of those people that believes that your art has shown you some something beautiful. My art has taken me all over the world. Mm-hmm. And my art has touched people. And even if it didn't touch a million, if it only touched 10,000, if it only touched 25,000, only touched 100,000, however many it touched, it moved somebody to the point that I'm still doing this. Yep. Yeah. And so I, part of the reason I'm not bitter is because it, it was a choice. It's really a choice not to be bitter. <laughs> because I could Amen. easily, I could easily Amen. be that person. I remember when my debut was coming out and the label put it out only under my first name. Like the release was a mess. Mm. I and but the UK, my release was put out only under Carmen in the US. In Europe, it was under Carmen Rogers. People were looking for the project. They started promotion. People couldn't find me. <laughs> and they could only find the UK, uh, um, the, the European release. And it was an import and it was like 40 bucks. Right. Wow. Right. It was like, y'all, the, the release was a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. hot mess. And I yeah. remember like all of the, the write-ups back then, especially specifically for the UK, they were just like, 
this is the next Jill Scott. Like they were just saying what I was going to be this next big thing, but no one could find me. And they, and and they just stopped promoting. Like they started and they just stopped. And so I was just like, Oh, I thought I was going to, I thought it was going to be bigger. I thought this was going to be bigger. So I could have easily looked at those losses and said, you know, and only dwell on that. And I right. just, I just refuse. It's like, if I'm going to do this, I want to do this with joy. There's nothing right. I want to do with bitterness and disdain and yep. woulda, coulda, shoulda. I'm always right. going to do things from a perspective of, okay, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> even how my mother, my daughter, my daughter, even to this day, she's just like, being raised by you was interesting because <laughs> I'd be, I'd be like, okay, girl, you have like six and a half minutes to pity party. <laughs> and wait a minute. Oh God. She's still, oh, she must've heard her name. Oh, um, your daughter. <laughs> oh my God. She must've heard her name. Yeah. She, I said, you got six and a half minutes to pity party. We got to, but now, now that you're done, let's talk. What's the solution? Right. Let's get to the solution because what is what is dwelling going to do? Yeah, and right. I'm not saying that you can't have that time to grieve because I do believe in grieving. You have mm-hmm. to grieve losses, yeah. even I don't, and not just loss of people. You know, I believe that you grieve losses, yeah. mm-hmm. but out of that grief comes like, what's my triumph going to be now? What's the next thing? So I, I always say, and she'll say it to this day. Yes, solutions oriented. Solutions oriented. <laughs> because I'm about a solution. What's the next step? Right. So, right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, right. bitterness, I can't live there. It's just I can't live there. Amen. Yeah. 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 I, you know, and I see you're a mom, and I'm like, oh man, I, I got all these questions. I'm like, hey, do I go to the mom part <laughs> and the or do I start talking about Hello Human? Do I talk about COVID? You know, we okay. have to do a part two. We have to. Yep. This is what happens to yep. all our guests. Okay. I think I want to talk about COVID a little bit because it's yeah. a big thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and we are in a pandemic. We also got to talk about the plants. Oh, that's right. <gasps> Lord. Y'all see the plants, the people listening, you can't see, but she's kind of, she's a plant mommy. And she's got all these beautiful plants behind her. Okay. So let's start with the COVID because obviously yes. COVID has made a, a, and you released a project during a pandemic. So Whew. maybe <laughs> Tell us a bit about the decision to do that. Yeah. What is, um, and, and just like, so I guess it's a combination of how you've been handling COVID and the decision behind releasing new music during this time. Yeah. So part of it is I started this process before COVID um, and, you know, Hello Human was an idea. I had the name of the project before I had the music, unlike mm. my other projects, the music fed the the title this was the title came to me and i said i want to write music that is telling stories of human experiences how we connect how it can i want it to be relatable blah 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 blah. so the music Mm. came out of that title this title's been floating in my head for years Mm. and so i started writing the music in probably in uh many songs that didn't even make the project. I started writing this music in 2017 and then officially started recording in 2019. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm about to hit the sweet spot. Here we go. Here we go. And then the pandemic. <laughs> I swear, I was like, womp, womp, womp. Right. right. And so, and it, but it sat me down constantly touring. 
when I, when, when that happened, I didn't realize actually I was exhausted. I was so tired. And so mm-hmm. the first few months of the pandemic, I actually slept. I slept. <laughs> I read 13 books the first four months of wow. the pandemic. Yeah. Four, 13 <laughs> books in four months. And I like inhaled books and I slept and I just, Ha- and, and part of it was a bit of an escape because it was a little bit harder here mm-hmm. in New York. Mm-hmm. We got yeah. so hard, yeah, so fast yeah. up front. It was really like, it was devastating. It was continuous sirens, so many deaths. It was just really, really hard. And so yeah. not going outside. I mean, you could barely even go outside because again, you know, it's, it's tight here in New York. Yeah. A lot of people in a small yeah. space. And so it was a lot of homes. So fortunately, I had a backyard at that point. Um, my yeah. old home had a backyard. I spent a lot of time outside. I spent a lot of time just nature and sun and trying to get what I could. And then I was like, I started this process. This music is important to me. I think it's going to be important to others. This is what I do. So I need to get back to doing what I do. And so mm-hmm. that's when that process started. Called up my producer friends. I was like, let's finish this. And that's what we did. And I, it required me getting on a plane. for the first time to fly to Dallas um, to to do some recording because recording just by myself at home it just wasn't enough I needed to be people I needed some inspiration and so yeah so and you know the last song on the project Say So was actually the last song written for the project Mm. I wrote that song in minutes it was minutes because I like the path of the titles of my projects um I had gone through this journey and say so was me saying to myself, girl, you know, you want more, <laughs> no, you want more, want more stop, yeah. stop. you know, the whole stargazer thing was me. I almost call that project reluctant star, mm. but I didn't want to, I didn't want to be on the negative side of things. I was like, you know what? You know, I'm a stargazer because I, I've been kind of hiding from celebrity mm. or hiding from mm-hmm. potential fame. But I was like, I don't I don't want to necessarily be a celebrity. I want my music to hit more people. Right. If right. that means I would ha- get more celebrities then so be it. But that's not the goal. And so I said, you want more. So you got to say so. And so that's how that closing song came out. I was ministering to myself. And now I hope that song ministers to other yeah. people. So it was definitely a journey. But. I think COVID, like many people, you know, it's been devastating, but also for those of us that have been blessed enough and fortunate enough to survive it, we know we got to do better now. And we know that life is short and that time is precious, that people are precious, and we need to lean into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love every, every moment of that. And what you're saying as far, what you just said, as far as um, the fame and the celebrity, that's not, it's, it's the music you want people to. And if it means that, that's what I have to surrender to. So be it. And I think that right there, that, that rub, um, I know for me, I experienced that same exact feeling. Like I don't want all of that. I need to be able, I love going to my Pete's market down the street. Like I love being able to, you know, walk wherever I love, I love my, my life, you know, if that means that I have to like, now I got to conform and I got to do it. I got to be, and you cannot know, you know, listening to Megan Markle and all her, like, I'm like, Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. like, you can't, you know, all of that. It's like, no, I don't want any of that. And so then for what I typically do is like, okay, that's it. I'm done. We're going to step back to the other side. So I love that you said that. And I, I know that, you know, we are not alone in that feeling. I talk to artists all the time who, who, you know, get caught in that. So that is, that mm. is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Well, your album, you had a prophetic, thing because what you're saying in that album is so timely 
for, for everything because everybody is now reflecting on all of these conditions because everybody's gotten still. So it's definitely, we're going to put the link and we have a, um, we have a Spotify playlist for our podcast guests. So yeah. I was like, oh, what song am I going to add? It's like so many, <laughs> so many. <laughs> so um, this, it's a beautiful, it's, it's a beautiful, all your projects are really beautiful. But I, this one, this one made me, because yeah, free, you know, that free, it, it, it definitely makes you like locked in. It was in. special. It was special. <laughs> it makes you locked in. But this one, I, and all of your projects, there's always elements of it that's like, this is really special. And this one, I do my yoga to, my payo to, I walk to, is a lot. Yeah, people are listening. And I, I think, yeah. you know, a lot of times people as, as artists, especially if you're a fellow artist, it's like, yeah, girl, I got, I'm going to listen. And it's like, you know, are you really listening to my song? I'm like, no, I'm a fan. I'm a listen. I'm a listen. You and Deborah, you. listen. Deborah Bond and you right now. Her How good is Compass? Oh, my How God. How good is Compass? <laughs> we got to get her back. She's been on the show before, but I'm like, you got to come yeah. back. Yes. Because that album, yeah, both of yours is Thank very, you. very special. Both of them are very, very. And I haven't been able to get on my social media to, because social media wears me out right now. I just, I can't, but. I you know, I know. <laughs> you know, I know. You know, I know. It wears me out. Love hate. But it's, it's, it's the evil that we have to do. It's the yep. evil that we have to do. Oh, yes. goodness gracious. Yes. That's a whole nother story. That's but another yes, topic. Our anonymity is something that we treasure. And so being able to just live and create and do what we do, but sometimes that doesn't help that music get into more homes. And so I just know that this project, I not only do I want the future of my music to get into more homes, but this project specifically, I'm just like, I just, I need these songs to, I need these to get to some ears. And so yes. I, I absolutely get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we only have a couple minutes. I Will, know. do you have? I know. Will, do you have a, a last question? He wants to talk about these plants. Oh, the plants! <laughs> I mean, yes. I, I got I got a whole bunch of other questions, but I think you all wanted to talk about the plants. <laughs> well, let me just say quickly that I've been a plant mom now for years. When I was not a plant mom years before, because I thought I didn't have a green thumb. Mm. I went to my neighborhood black-owned plant shop. And I would just go in there and look around. It was just so beautiful. And then one day I went to the owner and I was like, so I think I want to buy a plant, but I've always killed plants. <laughs> and, <That's> she, <laughs> mm -hmm. and she said to me, I'll never forget. She said to me, my hands have been, she's in her late fifties. She said, my hands have been in soil since I was five years old. She said over 50 years, my hands have been in soil. And I still kill plants. <laughs> so you can be a plant mom. You can too. be a plant yeah. mom. And yeah. I bought my first plant from her three and a half years ago. And I've never looked back. I have, it's green all over my home. Like yeah. it's so important to me. They are my babies. I think about them when I travel. I think wow. about them when I'm not traveling. It is, it's, it's part. And, and, and then growing out of that with the, the, the panty, um, it was just like everything got more precious and you see like what life means and caring for lives, even plant lives. I was just yeah. like, plant lives matter too, man. Plant <laughs> lives matter <laughs> yes, too. Do. Oh, just like Stevie Wonder said, the secret life of plants. Okay, come on Which now. is one of my favorite projects ever I in life. I love that song. Thank you. Ever in life. You, you got it. You it got all it those here. songs are so special. On that. Uh, yeah, the I mean. Brazilian version of that, the Gilberto Gil. 
Mm. Of course. It's Ooh. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that one too. Oh, okay. That's my favorite. That's okay. one of my favorite projects yeah. on the planet. Yeah, no, it is. It's yeah, it's it's special. It's and then I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, was I alive when the project came out? Like I'm like, I mean, I know it because of my father and my yeah. sister. And you know, they and that's my sister's like that is her album. And she's a plant mom, like she's yeah. a serious plant mom. She's actually I she just texted me a picture of these plants in this bathtub, in this bathroom, and she's like, I gotta get this. I gotta and I'm like, I can't oh do God. it. No, he's, he says in that lyric, he says, I can't believe the nucleus of all begins inside a tiny seed. Yep. Thank you. There it is. Right there. Y'all, I, can I cannot. Preach. <laughs> uh, this uh, has been so good. I We have to do a part two because yes, what, one of the things, and I don't know, maybe we can squeeze. I, I did want to ask you in terms of your business. Yeah, because this we we are a business uh, podcast with fun. Um, do you have a team, a specific team that you know, you know, that is always running, or is it just when you need you call somebody? How how do you manage it's, that? It's kind of a combination of both because I've had people that have been with me on this journey that they're like, okay, when you're ready for the next project, we're ready to go. And so, and they all know each other. Everybody's in the same family. And so when it's time to do the thing, we get on the phone, we get in the emails, we draft a plan and then we execute. And so it's a combination of people that I trust that are involved each time around. And then just seeing, looking at the landscape and saying, okay, I need some fresh eyes. I need some fresh ears. What can I do to make this happen? And so that's what happened, especially with this project. It's a combination of people I've worked with before and then some some fresh eyes and ears that I needed. But I'm glad this is a business podcast because I did want to say thank you for the accounting tips. I finally just turned my I finally just turned in my paperwork to my accountant for 2019 last week. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) But but 2020. Is being turned in today. So there yes. you go. There so you I'm go. doing better. Every time I send him an email, he'll say the dead has arisen because I'm always <laughs> a year late. I'm always a year late. But having an accountant is one of the greatest things to happen in my life. I've honestly had an accountant since 2003. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just made life easier. But my accountant that I've had for the past five years, who's based in Harlem, who is like he said, he, he's a former Wall Street guy heavy hitter clients. He stays Mm -hmm. up on all of not only trends, but new laws. He was already, he asked me questions that I'm like, why are you asking? (laughs) That's what I get. Like, why why you? (laughs) But, but, but it's always for a purpose. I trust this man with everything. So y'all get you a good accountant. It makes your life so much better. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. That is yeah. that's exactly. And that's why at the end of my calls with him, I'm always like, OK, I know, I know. We're still friends, but you still gonna work with me, right? Because yes. like, <laughs> pay the extra coin to save yep. yourself on, a, on some headaches. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and a good bookkeeper, too. I, I have somebody right now who she's been working with me for bookkeeping and she keeps me. She's another one that yeah. she keeps me on. You the have toes. a bookkeeper? I do. And I told her, I said, listen. Because she she is a long story. I need to bring her actually on the podcast. But I said, you know how many clients you could have? That's not her. She we're, she was friends with my ex-husband. She was actually really good friends with him. But she always loved my music. And one day she just asked. She was like, well, how do you do all this? Like, how who does your bookkeeper? And I was like, hmm. <laughs> well. <laughs> I do. <laughs> my Excel spreadsheet. 
thank you. She's like, if you if you ever need some help, just you know, call me. I'm like, no, I need help like right now. Like, can we talk today? Like, I need help. And when she saw, she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I'm like, oh yeah, nobody to pay you, but I know I need. She's like, listen, girl, like, I love your music. This is my way. Oh. I mean, now I pay her. I pay her now. Right. But when we started it, it was like, you can't. This is a mess, and I want you to continue to do what you do. So let's. So she's in sync kind of, you know, she makes sure I get my things typed for the accountant. So, but I told her, I said, you can have all kinds of clients, girl. You um, know what? That, that might be the next step for me. Cause that's honestly where I spend a lot of my time is the preparation. It's cleaning the house before the housekeeper arrives. Right. Mm-hmm. right. It's, the, wow. it's the preparation for Washing my account. Washing the dishes I before they go in the dishwasher. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I itemize right. everything. It's in an Excel spreadsheet based upon the category, blah, 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 blah. Right. So when I send him everything, it's beautiful and clean, <laughs> but it takes forever, which is why it takes I'm a year years behind. <laughs> I commend you. Cause see, I would have been five years behind. So no, it was not for her. No, Denise, I'll bring Denise. And I told Denise just recently, I said, Denise, if you don't, if you want to quit your main gig, you, you there are plenty of artists that need help with this. And yeah, she she's yeah, she we, gets we it. Have to have her on because I might. No, be, seriously, oh, we need to yeah, have I her think on. That would be my, my problem is I got trust issues because I got burned. I got audited from one of my <laughs> oh, other. Well. Yeah, I got trusted. I do my own taxes, Turbo Tax every day. So, oh, I, yeah. too many moving no. parts. There's Trust no me, way I, I would do Turbo Tax yeah. ever. Yeah, it's never. too. It's too much happening. I would. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, um, my brain. My it. brain does not. I think my brain does a lot of good stuff. It does not go in that direction. It says no, no child, no sit down, no. Kenya, no do okay. do do not compute. Do not compute. <laughs> it lets me do my bills at home. My yes. kids have food. Yeah. That's about as far as we get. Like, oh my we goodness. Got. We got that for you. Oh, so man. this has been a pleasure. It's been Thank so you. fun. Thank you so much. And you guys Definitely. tell your social media so people can yes, follow you please. and get to know you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Kenyon. Well, guys, mm-hmm. please stay connected with me. My website is I am Carmen Rogers.com. And that's C-A-R-E-M. M-E-N-R-O-D-G-E-R-S. D. Don't forget the D. That's the, yeah. that's the bane of my existence. How often mm-hmm. don't forget the D. But it's I am CarmenRogers.com. You can actually buy my music there as well. Um, you can keep up with me on the socials, Carmen Rogers, C-A-R-M-E-N-R-O-D-G-E-R-S on Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. Carmen Rogers fans on Facebook. Um, please, if you haven't bought the music yet, you can buy my, the music uh, on my website. But you can also go to Bandcamp if you still, you know, buy music. This is a digital yeah. release only, Hello Human Volume 1. But again, it's Volume 1. So that means yeah. another volume. We'll talk about yeah. that another time. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited about that. Um, yeah. But uh, if you don't buy music anymore, you know, and you stream, please, you know, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, Tidal, I'm there. Add me to your playlist. Share me with your friends. All of those, that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm here. I respond. I connect. Please, please, please follow me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And I wanted to tell you, I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Um, there is a podcast called Therapy for Black Girls. I love it. Oh, it's how you know I found she, my therapist. It's actually you, therapy. It's how I found my therapist. Okay. So, you know, she featured you, right? I was just making sure you know. No way. Joy. Yes, she did. She sent out, uh, and, th- and I want everybody to understand, put this in perspective because Therapy for Black Girls, Dr. Joy, has a huge following. She's got a massive following. Yes, she did. And she, for all her subscribers, she said, she texted it and sent an email, said, this is a CD I think you all need to listen to 
to get Uh-oh. yes yes but i yes. didn't get an email i well i did i got I, I think i got a text i think if you're not maybe if it's you're not a private text but she I'm sent not. it out and she said you know this you need to listen to this for the weekend you this is what has made me yes Okay. I, said, I don't know if Carmen knows this. I have I had no clue. That's amazing. I'm gonna follow up because therapy oh, yeah. for black girls saved my 20s, saved my my mentals. Yes. Yeah. So it yeah. saves my mentals. I love her. And I was like, oh, she's featuring Carmen. So yes, you are getting heard. Like you just said, you wanted to get out there. People are listening. So yes, definitely you guys awesome. share. You, you're you. not gonna, you, you're not gonna be able to, I mean, it's to me when you when you hear good stuff, you want other people to hear it. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I just want to yeah. say to anybody listening that it's not too late, that if you can invest in yourself, double yeah. down on yourself. I've grown more and 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 you know, Spotify, they barely give you any pennies for what you right. do. But that recognition is important to kind of move the needle forward. My numbers on Spotify have quadrupled. Like, mm-hmm. it literally, I've had more growth on Spotify in three weeks than I have in years. Wow! And it's and it's it's and it's like exponentially mm-hmm. growing. As I said, so, people people like Dr. Joy sharing. I mean, she has millions of. I mean, I don't know how many followers she's. A, yeah. She's a big force. She's a really big force right now in, in black women um, healing and everything. So. Wow. Yeah, so congratulations to Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And yes, you guys follow and see Will. I told you, we only do dope things. Only. We only do dope things. Only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. I'm so happy to see your face. Oh, you. Thank you so much, yes. Will. Thank you yes. all for having me. Have a you're wonderful welcome. day. I, and just thank yes. you for sharing me to your people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And our listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you share this podcast or this YouTube, um, I guess, whatever episode. I want to say channel two. Yes. Subscribe all that because this is our new place. But and DC radio, this airs on DC radio. Um, We never know when because we're in syndication. So we don't know exactly when this episode will air there. But we're on every day at 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time on dcradio.org or dot .gov. Yeah, I always say that wrong. Dot .gov. dcradio.gov. Yeah, all right, Will. Yeah. Until next time. Another awesome episodes. Till next time. Yeah. We'll see you all next week. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.